Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, hey. Cool. <laughs> is that helpful? It is. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, it's so helpful. Hello. Here okay. to help. Oh, hey, cool. Oh, hey, cool. That's how we start the episodes now. <laughs> oh, hey, cool. Okay, you're here. Cool, cool. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Minisode! Minisode 3! <laughs> um, How's it going? Me? Yeah, you. Really good. Yeah, really yeah. good? I'm um, very tired, and I had a long day at work. You did. Um, but that's okay. But you're here. You, when you're here... You're still your family. here. I'm still here, yes. Um, How are you doing? I'm good. I also had a long, hectic day. Um, just had a lot on the old to-do list. The old agenda? The old agenda. Great. Um, but I got, I got a fair amount of it done. That's good. So, including starting work on, uh, a little birthday party thing. Right. For the 10-year-old. For the 10-year-old. Soon to be 10-year-old. Soon to be 10-year-old. And she has requested a Little Shop of Horrors themed birthday party. So I am, uh, currently attempting to craft a few Audrey twos. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going okay so far. This is the thing with me, though, is that, like, sometimes it's brilliant. Sometimes I sit down to do a craft of some sort, mm-hmm. and I just, like, and it's just like, oh, my God, how did this all work out? This right. is brilliant. And then sometimes it's a disaster, and there's no, like, <laughs> and there's no, like, like, it's not like I sit down and, like, plan it out or know what I'm doing. Right. It's just that... But you figure it out. Sometimes I figure it out and sometimes I don't. I so like you usually <laughs> figure it out. Little Shop of Horrors, by the way, episode 40 of DVD Deathmatch <laughs> went up against A History of Violence and Little Shop of Horrors won. won as it should have. Um, um, but yeah, so that's a, that was a lot of my day today was was constructing the skeleton of a giant Audrey too. I love that. So, I love that. Yeah. A couple of pieces of business. A couple of pieces of admin, y'all. Admin. I have to issue a correction. He does. Because on episode... I mean, people are freaking out out there. They're freaking out. Episode 79, Freeway versus Red Dragon. Winner mm-hmm. was Freeway. Mm-hmm. I uh, incorrectly said at one point <laughs> that you had not seen Rob Zombie's Halloween yeah. Right? Yeah. Which we did on the podcast right. and watched together within the past year. Yep. And when you said it, I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure that that, I wasn't confident enough that that was the Rob Zombie Halloween. So I was like, I was like, oh, I must be wrong because obviously he remembers that we obviously did Mike is right. that episode. Right. And well, I mean, I am a woman, so... Uh, I defer to to the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To heaven, um, heavenly Father and to the, uh, what is it? Priesthood holder. Priesthood holder. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. This is getting. Oh, it's weird now. Um, um, uh, especially because we joke all the time about how we got married very young, but yeah. we're not weird. We're not Mormons. Yes. Um, great. Love um, Mormons. Can't can't get enough of them. Well. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so so in the moment, I, I remember thinking, like, wait a minute, I'm pretty sure. And then I just, we blew past it, and I was like, it doesn't matter. I had a hitch in my brain, too, where I was like, did she see that movie? And then and then just plowed right through confidently, because I'm the man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I'll just say wrong things sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, plowed right through confidently, uh, because it was just like, no, Liza 
poor has not seen <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween. Like that's not a thing that makes sense. But I have. Not only brain. have I seen it, but we had lovely guests on that episode, Brandon and Emily. So uh, honestly, you owe me an apology. You owe Brandon an apology. I do. You owe Emily an apology. You owe Rob Zombie an apology. That was episode fifty-seven, by the way. <laughs> it was Halloween. Rob Zombie's Halloween versus the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween One. Halloween one, even. Yeah, even. You better start dishing out those apologies, man. Yeah, okay. So that's admin. The other piece of admin is... Still isn't apologized. I'm just... Oh, I'm sorry. The other piece of admin <laughs> is um, we got a gift as a podcast. <gasps> we did. From uh, your brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. And uh, Hi Chef and Betsy on your commute to New Jersey that you take <laughs> and you listen to us. Um, we got a gift yesterday. So as... Listeners of the podcast know. I don't know don't know why I'm explaining this. I don't know. The premise of the show <laughs> is that we pit two random movies against each other that we own. Mm-hmm. We can only keep one. Mm-hmm. There are some times where it's hard to pick. Right. 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 And uh, you know, DVD Deathmatch, two discounter, one disc right. leaves, which is from Mad Max. Beyond Thunderdome. Yes. Right. And um in that film. There's a whole thing with uh, Tina Turner who plays Auntie. Auntie, yeah. Auntie, yeah. I don't. I have not seen. I watched it, it so. in the past year. Um. But. Anyway, uh, bust a deal, face the wheel, and there's a giant wheel that is spun uh, to determine your punishment. Right. So when it's difficult and when it's hard to choose, we have a thing on the podcast where we pick a rule, and these are user submitted rules, mm-hmm. and lots of re- user. I've done this before. You really have. I call them users. Yeah, you really have. Listener submitted rules um, <laughs> where they, they, you, uh, send us Jesus. what we should do if we can't pick. And some of the rules are like, oh, you went to the rules. That means you have to lose both. And some of them are, you have to get rid of the one that has the highest body count. And yeah. some of them are, and so, you know, yeah, people yeah. are sending great rules. Yeah. What Shep and Betsy did, they put them on the aforementioned wheel, a wheel that we turn. Are y'all ready for this? She's going to turn prepare, the wheel. It's prepare, sound great. prepare yourself. That's it. That's the sound. It landed on... Donation. We have to make a donation, which we do sometimes if we can't pick. So now, so, instead of asking Siri which rule we should use, we will spin the the wheel. We When we bust a deal, we will face the wheel. Right. Um, and the good thing about this, too, I think is cool, is that there's a limited number of spaces on the wheel. Uh-huh. And so we have to curate at this point. Right. I think we're closing the door on... I think... No, I I disagree. I think that if you have a rule, you can still submit a rule. Um, But at this point, the rule may or may not be uh, added to the wheel. And uh, if you have a rule that's already on the wheel, your rule might be going bye-bye. And you just have to be okay with that. Okay, Okay. everyone? Um, I agree that I like that it keeps it contained uh, to a certain number of rules. But I don't think we have to close rule submissions. Right. Um, I think we have to continue to grow with our audience. Perfect. It's a really aesthetically pleasing Yeah, we're going to post a picture. It's amazing. It's so, so cool. Uh, I'm, awesome. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait until we uh, can't decide. We're so. pumped. Yeah. Okay. All right, but it's mini-sode day. Mini-sode day. Mini-sode day. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> um, and we, so it, the we were trying to think of what to do for this mini-sode. Right. And some people have sent in some really good suggestions that I think we're going to get to. We will get to. Um, but this past week, we watched... One movie. 
and it was a sequel. It was a sequel. So episode, oh, I gotta find, I should have had this ready. Uh, episode uh, 10 <laughs> of DVD Deathmatch, we did Psycho and Orphan. Orphan. And I, I, I'm looking at the chart. Orphan lost, apparently. To, to Psycho, though. Oh, yeah, That's to Psycho. Why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But anyway, Orphan, one of my favorites. Great movie. Very silly movie. And we watched the sequel, which came out this past week or two weeks ago yeah. on Paramount+. Plus. Um, Orphan, first kill. Orphan, first kill. And it's very dumb, but very fun. <laughs> And it's like it's. I mean, there's so much to explain that I'm not going to get into about Orphan First Kill. No, we don't need. Julia Stiles is great in it. Yeah. Um, They made a a movie 13 years later with the same actress who was a child in the first one, and it's like it's crazy. It's It's, a crazy movie. It's nutty. But watching it, we talked about it afterwards, and I was like, I really liked that movie. Not because it was like perfect, mm-hmm. but because I, I just appreciated the care and the imagination that went into making a sequel to Orphan, which is one of my favorite dumb horror movies. Right. And then they made they like made it and they clearly cared about Orphan <laughs> and made Orphan First Kill. Right, and which is also, wild because we're always kind of like I'm pretty sure we're the only people on the planet who've seen Orphan. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Like no one else cares about we're Orphan. We're obsessed with Orphan, but I guess not. <laughs> but um and then also, like the the imagination that they that went into it to make it, because if you listen to episode ten about Orphan, mm-hmm. I think we spoiled it. It's like there's a crazy twist in that movie, right? And once that twist is the, is out, like the second movie can't do that again, right? So how do you make the experience of the second movie as good, but not retread, right? And yeah, and it it I mean, it got us thinking about sequels. It got us thinking about. Sequels <laughs> and what makes a good sequel, and what we like about sequels, and what we don't like about sequels. And right. we thought, well, hey, that's a great minisode, right? And also, uh, to jump right into it, I because because then you know we we kind of decided we were going to do a minisode on sequels, um, and obviously we'll talk about some of our favorite sequels. But then I was just um, looking at lists of sequels. How many times can I say sequels? Sequels, um, and some of the. Lists including movies, and I was like, really? We're going to call that a sequel? Like what? Including a Goofy movie was on a list. And I was like, that's not a sequel. Um, yeah, it's like in a universe. Right. But- and, then, and then I was also thinking about like, okay, well, um, you know, like, when there's a trilogy or when there's a quadrilogy or several sequels. Right. Like, what, it, what, what, it, what does that mean? Like... Indiana Jones, for example. Right. Last Crusade. Is that a sequel? No. For the purposes of this episode, we're talking about part twos. Only? Yes. We're not talking about... Okay. Well, then riddle me this. Okay. Riddle me this. Where does, like, Captain America Winter Soldier fall? I mean, I guess you And Thor Ragnarok. I don't really consider those... Because those are technically twos. They are. I don't really... I consider, like, the whole Marvel thing, like, its own thing. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Right, but I'm saying for the I'm saying uh, those those you can call those sequels. I don't think it's like I'm not gonna. I don't think there's a. I don't have a dog in the fight of like whether you call 
Winter Soldier a sequel to Captain America, the first Avenger. Well, you might want to put a dog in the fight. We're doing a podcast, everybody. <laughs> no, but I'm saying for the purposes of this episode, we're mm-hmm. talking about part two. You're going to limit us. You're going to sit. You're going to make a arbitrary rule that it yes. has to be part twos. Well, yeah, we're talking about sequels, not just like entries in a franchise. What makes a be- a good part seven of a franchise is different from what makes a good part two, I think. <laughs> so I think if you're cool with it, we just talk about part two of uh, like a continue. A, a all right, you heard it here first, Philip. <laughs> Mike is banning all talk of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. All talk of um, the Harry Potter movies. I'll talk of the Marvel movies. Apparently, no, although I I'm, feel like I disagree with that part. That no, one. if you want to do Winter Soldier as a sequel to Captain America, that's fine. It because it, it is a sequel to Captain America. No, that's what I'm saying. Yes, it is. But it's but is it? Yes, because that's a whole like shared universe thing. I know, but is it's that... still but it's still Captain America Winter Soldier. Like it's the title of the film is Captain right. America yes, Winter Soldier and Thor Ragnarok. It is. For the purposes of this <laughs> podcast, I think if you like, I have no objection to Captain America Winter Soldier if you want to talk about it. All right, let me just make some notes here. I just gotta cross some things off. Okay, uh, but but the third entry, <laughs> Captain America Civil, Civil War, War which like is better than Winter Soldier. We're not talking about it. <laughs> Civil War, I would say, like let's save that for another time. Mm. We're talking about sequels, which to me is. The second part, for the purposes of this podcast, could you say that Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King is a sequel to, although I would even object to all that because those were all made at the same time. And I think that for the purposes (laughs) of this podcast, Mm -hmm. we are talking about they made a movie, Uh the movie did well enough that they said, hey, let's make another movie. Well, riddle me this then. Is Civil War just the sequel to Winter Soldier? Can we talk about sequels <laughs> instead of talking about what we're going to talk about? Yes. Fine. For the purposes of this podcast, we will be talking about uh, movie number two. Movie number in the, two. In the biblical sense. Um, <laughs> so what makes a good sequel? It's a great question. Because here's the thing. I... It's, it's, oh, it's so hard, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because you want to have something, personally, I think, that you want to have something that respects the original content, but is also a new idea. I don't Mm -hmm. have any examples right now, but I feel like... Orphan First Kill. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't have any, I don't have any examples right now, but the thing where um, movies... The sequel to the movie is just the first movie, yeah. but done again. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, you just made the same movie again, which I get it. We liked that movie. But like, if you're going to make a whole other movie, it has to be a whole other movie. Right. Exactly. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say it. But then at the same time, I love a little callback, a little shout out moment in a sequel. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and sometimes that's... It, it's enough to just have the same actors or the same characters, but then also sometimes is it better to like have completely different characters, you know, like this is not the same thing, but you're always talking about how you feel like stranger things. Mm -hmm. The subsequent seasons should have been different characters. Yeah. That should, to me, I'm sure I've said this. Mm -hmm. I'm the only person, like no one cares. I love stranger (laughs) things and they should. It's a great show. Uh huh. 
but like it didn't make any sense when season two was just was more. You know what I mean? It felt like, oh no, do like a different story in season two, kind of with different actors and all. But they had such a hit on their hands that they were like, we're not do we're not changing this at this point. Right. Anyway, what do you think makes a good sequel? I agree with you. I think it's it's just a it's an alchemy of respect for the original and new ideas. Yeah. And like Orphan First Kill (laughs) to me was Essentially that in a perfect way. But you know what to me a great sequel is? Hmm. I also love when it's like, when it really is, it's like, you need you need enough points in the, um, it's the same column mm-hmm. to buy you the it's different column. Yeah. Um, and to me, like Magic Mike XXL. That's on my list. Has... So many points in the it's the same column with the cast and the filmmakers and all this and the look and the feel mm-hmm. that it gets to do so much different from the first movie. Right. Like, it's a completely different movie. It's a road trip, like, comedy almost. Right. Well, Where, Oh, sorry. No, whereas the first movie, and we've talked about both of these movies on the podcast in mm-hmm. episodes. Do people love this when I do this? I'm already I'm <laughs> lost. Uh, in episode 29... And then in episode 53, we talked about the Magic Mike franchise and how much we love it. But I think that they do, they, they have Channing Tatum, they have like Steven Soderbergh's involved, they have all these great people. And then they, so the fact that they're all back, you're mm-hmm. like, they just get to do a new thing yeah. in the second one, which is right. totally different from the first one in a lot of ways. And and also Magic Mike XXL um, kind of applies the the upping the stakes thing yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Because it's a road trip, so it's like you're taking us out of just this one yeah. town. And also it's like the big competition. Like yeah. it's not just like, like a different work. Thing. Yeah. Um and it I I love that. I love yeah. that shit. I love it. Um Yes, exactly. And I think that a a, a great sequel takes it to a different place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um one that I I think I talked about on the podcast before, but like that I watched this past year. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, that's a great sequel mm-hmm. that I don't think gets a lot of love is the sequel to 28 Days Later, which is 28, 28 weeks, weeks Later. 28 Weeks Later, yeah. Which is, and oh, you know what I love about a sequel too? What? You know what I love? What do you love about a sequel? I love a sequel that is way more ambitious than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's a sequel, so you could just do the same thing again. And there are sequels that do, and like they're fun and satisfying or whatever, or do, you know, you just do kind of like a similar thing in a different place or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But like 28 weeks later, it like is just so much more ambitious than it needs to be. It like, it kind of, um, it doesn't have the same filmmakers or, uh, cast, I think at all, Mm -hmm. but it's the same concept obviously. And it's shot in kind of the same way, although it's not as gross to look at, Mm -hmm. but, um, but it's like got all these ambitious ideas in it. And I think that like when you see a sequel like that, that's clearly like the studio was like, we had a hit on our hands. Let's make some money. Mm-hmm. But the filmmakers were like, let's actually put some care into this. Yeah. That is like, I love that shit. And I think that's what Orphan First Kill was too. It was like, this is a dumb cash grab that then the people who made it were like, oh, we care about this and we're going to make this cool. Yeah. But then you also have, I mean, speaking of like, franchises yeah. and like longer form things. Um you have things like Final Destination 2. It's on my list, baby. Right, which like I do think is a better Final Destination. Yeah. 
but also is it's literally all of the final destination movies are the same thing. They're not changing it. They're not even really upping the stakes. It yes. is always someone has a vision, a bunch of people avoid death and then death comes after them. Right. Um, and it's Do just you mean final destination two, which we talked about on episode 14 of DVD. Death Match? Is that what you mean? That is what I mean. That is what I mean. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's like an interesting thing because like, I mean, I guess that's just, Again, you're getting into talking about like franchises at that point. But did they know? I don't think I don't think the Final Destination, Mr. Final Destination knew <laughs> that they were going to have nine of them. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So But uh, I think what's great about Final Destination 2 is that it's it's a great classic movie that we all love. Classic. Uh, everybody listening loves Final Destination 2. Yeah. We I mean we do genuinely love it. Like <laughs> I I really love that movie a lot. It's, it's on my list favorite sequels. Um, and what's great about that is that, like, the first one is fine. Mm-hmm. And then f- what Final Destination 2 does is it locks in the format. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, locks in, okay, we need to do these again. Right. And that's going to be, like, not every movie needs a sequel. Mm-hmm. But if you can lock in a format in a second movie, mm-hmm. you can make 20 of them. And that's yeah. what they've done with Final Destination. And that's, it's, like, almost more important to make a good or at least like like a a sequel that works for a horror movie Mm -hmm. i mean if you're like obviously this doesn't make any sense what i'm saying but like (laughs) but like for for the health of the franchise Mm -hmm. it's like you have to prove yourself with the second one yeah because if the second one doesn't work then you don't get to make five of them if the fourth one doesn't work well, then it's like, okay, well, we made three of them and we can make six more. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if the second one doesn't work, it's there's a lot of like weight on that. You know and what I'm saying? And it kills it. Yeah. yeah. Then it just dies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, de- like Final Destination. Yeah, yeah. What about some sequels that are better than the first one? I have a couple. You want to hear them? Yes. Uh, the first one is Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Oh, I haven't seen that which in is, so long. Which is A, an amazing title. Yeah, that is a great title. <laughs> it's a great um, title. I, re- I definitely didn't know what a habit was until like two, <laughs> two years ago. Like I was like, oh yeah, she's back in the habit of being a nun. <laughs> um, no, I like I watched it recently because I think it came up on Disney Plus or something, mm. and I was like, oh my god, yeah, that movie's great. The first one's great too, but the yeah. first one is is um, it's actually similar. I feel like to Magic Mike, where it's like the first one feels like way more serious. Yeah, there's like, s- there's like, there's like a, she's, she's like, like on the run from mobsters. And yeah, stuff, right? exactly. She's like on the run from mobsters and it's like cloaked. It's, it's very, very early 90s, just like cloaked in this like, she's on the run from mobsters and she has a zany adventure. Yeah, right, but there's right, also right. a scene where she like almost dies. And right. basically she like witnesses the mobsters killing someone right. and then has to go into hiding because she saw something she shouldn't have seen. Right. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, when you describe it like that, that does not sound like a zany fun comedy. Right. Um, whereas sister act two back in the back habit, in the habit. She's back um, in the habit. it's that the nuns call her back to help, help them save this school, which is still an important, um, <laughs> and, and if you really put a magnifying glass up to it, heavy, uh, uh, premise. Right. But, but it's not, not quite the same thing. And it never, it doesn't have that scene where it's like, 
oh, she's like running. Away. She's got, they're about to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. This nun. It's it's you know yeah, like no. the school's gonna get shut down and these kids you know whatever and and it's but it has the same level of comedy, the same fun music numbers, and it's mm-hmm. just like I love it. The other sequel that I was like, oh, this is better than the original is Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and, true. Like, and that is fully because of Heath Ledger, but yeah, but um, that's like, that, and that movie is like, I think if you made, if you pull like, that's like, it's like Godfather two aliens, Dark yeah. Knight, like people that's like uh, objectively true. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Like, is like, and that, and yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. That I remember going to see that in the theater, like the weekend it came out mm-hmm. in Manhattan. You remember? Like, yeah. I remember standing in line outside the theater and stuff yeah. and like, just being like, oh, this is going to be, this is supposed to be really good. And like those posters of Heath Ledger, because didn't it come out after Heath Ledger died? Ooh, potentially. I think it did. Yeah. So it did come out. I just looked it up. He It did come out after he died. So there was just like, and Hype so this is so like morbid and, mm. you know, whatever. But like there was the, you're going in A, excited about the movie and then B, like, oh, like, Reverent is that the right word, or just like well, with this with this added layer of tragedy to it, and right? And well, especially with Heath Ledger, it was just like he, because was that that was that right after Brokeback Mountain, or yeah, I think it was a year or two after. Yeah, that. like it was just this thing where it was like Heath Ledger was a was a heartthrob in you know that gro- the gross sense of Knight's Tale, ten, ten things, things I, I hate, hate about you, yeah. you know, and then it was like oh, just kidding, he's incredible, yeah. Um, and then, so to then have, you know, his life tragically cut short was, right, exactly. you know, a lot. And, uh, and yeah, so everyone was very hyped to see this yeah. movie. That was like, not to take us on a sidetrack, but we just saw a preview couple, we went to see Bodies, 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 I think, or something oh, yeah, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, we saw it we for... saw a preview for the movie, I think it's called Breaking with John Boyega. Yeah. And like, we're in the theater watching this preview and I was like, oh, this movie looks pretty good. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like a dog day afternoon-ish kind of setup. Yeah. And then they cut to the cop outside and it's Michael K. Williams <laughs> who died like a year ago. A while ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think over a year ago now. Yeah. And so it's it's that thing, and it's just like it's it's yeah it's just like it's uh it, what is what is the it's like shocking it's like a weird it was, shock I, to the I, system like I I like you heard me I like gasped yeah. when I saw him yeah and it was just that thing where you kind of like I mean not to get too deep with it and obviously like movies get delayed because of COVID and because of this and that and whatever mm-hmm. and then movie like but it was just like oh I'm. Not to say that like I'm like Michael K. Williams super fan number one, but I always really loved him. Yeah. And then to see him on screen like that, it was like like I I was a shock to the system, and it was mm-hmm. like oh I thought I was never gonna see that person again. And right. Here they are, and here they are. In, yeah. You know, and and this is in a movie way, like right. Whatever, but you but thought you thought you'd seen the last of them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like It's like if they just released it, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. And so that like. That was that was just a weird movie moment where I <laughs> yeah. I felt a thing in a theater that I didn't realize I was close to feeling. You know what I mean? It was like yeah, um, like I didn't real, like I don't know. Anyway, it was very it was a very strange moment mm-hmm. where I got very emotional about a thing I didn't really expect or I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sequels. Sequels. Um. Um. 
Oh, one more sequel that might be better than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam's Family Values. Oh, yeah, that movie rules. That's a great yeah. call. I didn't think of that and one. And I can't really think of the first one too well, but I think that that's pretty telling. The that, first one, that when I yeah. think about Adam's Family movie, I'm thinking about Adam's Family Values. I know I've seen the first one. Is the first one with Joan Cusack or is she in the second one? <sighs> it's like Uncle F- um, The first one, yeah. Oh, I think, I can't remember, but... Uncle, the first one is like Uncle Fester is a con man. Yeah. But he's not really. But he's not really. Right. Which was so confusing when yeah. I was a kid. I was exactly. Like, what? what? But I loved those movies when I was a kid. I right. tried to show Ella like likes that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. The 10 year old. She likes like Coraline and like, uh, what's Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. And like <laughs> anything with like, that's like kid friendly and has death in it. Yeah. And she liked the Adams Family animated movies. And yeah. so I was like, oh, let's watch the anime, the Adams Family movies from when I was a kid. And she made it like 10 minutes. She was like, yes. what is this? She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a Barry Sonnenfeld fan. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I might be misremembering, but I think a lot of what, uh, makes Adam's Family Values feel more fun to me is that it was, I think, more focused on, like, the kids on, like, Wednesday and stuff. Yeah, the camp, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, And... That whole camp sequence is so good. Yeah, exactly. And, like, as a kid, I wanted to see movies about kids. Yeah. So, like, that's probably a lot to do with it. I feel like if I watched both of them now, I'd be like, yeah, they're probably about the same, but... Yeah. No, I think Adam's Family Values is a great It's better, yeah. Also, Adam's Family Values, the camp counselor is Peter McNichol, who is... In one of my favorite sequels that I think is better than the original, and I think that that's like heresy to a lot of people. Uh oh. Ghostbusters 2. Oh. I love Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I watched them both in the past year, and then we, because we were watching that new one. Yeah. It's tedious. Mm. But, <laughs> but, um, I watched Ghostbusters, love Ghostbusters, such a fucking nostalgia trip for that movie. It's mm-hmm. so good. And then I watched Ghostbusters 2, and I was like, this fucking rules, this dude. This rules. This movie is so good. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I was laughing out loud. Wow. Never happens at home. <laughs> never. I've never laughed. <laughs> You've never. Nope. Life is pain. Oh, God. Um, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, I was like laughing out loud at the TV alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like, Ghostbusters 2 is so funny. Mm. It like, I get like, like Peter McNichol is so funny. Yeah. Vigo the Carpathian is such a great villain. Uh-huh. You got the goo underneath New York City. And it has that thing at the end, which is like the inspiring, like the Jackie Wilson song mm. and the Statue of Liberty walking through yep. the streets. It's like, it's great. It's so good. It's I so love great. the first one. I, but, and I think this, I think people like shit on the second one. Oh really? Yeah. People are like, Oh yeah. Ghostbusters 2. That sucks or whatever. And I'm like, this is great. I think people are too busy shitting on the all girl one to shit on. The That's second true. One you know what? Thank you. All girl one yeah. for taking some of the heat of, Awful people away from <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. Girls! 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 Ruining my childhood. Uh. Ghostbusters 2, I fucking love it. Um, I love it. I mean, I, like, I wrote down some others mm-hmm. that we can go through quickly. Let's hear Do you them. have others? Um, not really. I mean, I have Frozen 2 on this list. Yeah. I like Frozen 2 better than Frozen 1. Wow. But, uh, you know, that's a little, <laughs> that's, it feels weird because it's like a kids' movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like. I'm not that passionate about it, but I do. I like the songs better in Frozen Two. Yeah, and I like the story better. Yeah, Into the Unknown. Yeah, that something's never changed song is real good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote down Ocean's Twelve, 
which okay. I think a lot of people don't love, but I think is like it's clearly just like Soderbergh having fun, mm-hmm. and the, it's like Brad Pitt and George Clooney and all of them just wanted to go on vacation yeah. in Europe, so they go. It's like Europe, yeah, centric, and it's but it has it has that thing in it where it's like not all of it works mm-hmm. beautifully, but it's like imaginative enough, mm. and I, I don't know. I liked. I remember liking it. I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. Um, I like all those Ocean's movies. Yeah, even, me too. The, even the dumb most recent one with like girls. <laughs> I wanted to like that one. I didn't love it. I um, I was I was I think I think I was prepared for it to not be an incredible. Yeah. And therefore it was just fun. It was just fun. And like I can't be mad at like putting all of those women in the yeah. same room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wrote down um Born Supremacy. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I is- I almost wrote down Born Supremacy, but then I was like, I, they're all mushed together in my brain, all of them. Like, yeah. we haven't watched them in so long that, like... Might be fun rewatch. I know. I was like, I can't, I, I can't have an opinion on whether or not the second one is better, though, because I just... You know what's good about the second one? So the first one is, like, a solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, fun spy movie, Matt Damon, whatever. Right. Clive Owen, good. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then the... And at the end of the first one, spoiler alert for both of these movies, so end of the first one he's all rides off into the sunset with run lola run right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you're like okay born off for more adventures with his new love and often in these like adventure series it's mm-hmm. like indiana jones in this in the next couple movies except for then they this went back on this but like and james bond or whatever Except for they went back on this. But they they don't have, like, the same lady with them. Right. So it's a, you, it's a new lady. Yeah, new lady every time or whatever. And um, Can't be tamed. Can't be tamed. Too adventurous. Yes. And they did that with the Bourne series, mm-hmm. but they did it in a way where she's in the second one and she just gets fucking murdered early on in a way that it was fully unexpected when I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Like, where you're like, I remember oh, now. they're gonna be on the run again, and it's like, oh no, she just gets, like, unceremoniously snipered in a car. Yeah. And that's it for Run, Lola, Run. <laughs> and it, it was like, and then pl- that, and, like, this is very gross and misogynistic, but, because, like, why does this woman have to sacrifice her life or whatever? Sure. But, she's fake. But, um... <laughs> What's but the actress's name? Franca Potent. Okay. I, I, I don't know how to say her last name, so I was calling her wrong. Like, potent? Pot- I don't know how to say po- it. Potente. 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 <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, oh, no. So, what are we saying? Oh, yeah. So, she... Uh, so, then he... And this is gross. But then he has the added, like, motivation of, like, you killed the woman I love. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, whatever. So... Uh, and then also, Born Supremacy is the first one directed by Paul Greengrass, who then did the next. He did the Born Supremacy and Born Ultimatum, and then Born Ultimatoes. Born Ultimatoes, which are both great, and then Jason Bourne, the most recent yeah. one. Yeah, um, which was fine. His name is Greengrass. Paul Greengrass. Wow. Um, so like, and I feel like that Born Supremacy is exactly the Final Destination 2 thing where it like locked into the format. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Where it's like, there's a guy. All right, we're doing this. Right. And there's like a, a guy or a lady in a room in Washington and they're pointing at the screen going like, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm David Strathairn and I'm mad. Or, uh, it's David Strathairn, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, anyway. yeah. And Joan Allen is in one of them. Yeah. Anyway, we got to stop David Strathairn. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, Okay. Uh, I wrote down Scream 2, okay. which is just pure nostalgia for me because yeah. it was, like came out in high school and I was yeah. like, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Dawn of the Dead is a good one. Okay. The original Dawn of the Dead. Okay. From the 70s. Because it, like, I mean, that's just, like, a, to me, he made, George Romero made Night of the Living Dead for, like, $2 in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. On, you know, black and white, instant horror classic, like, whatever. And then the second one, it doesn't have any of the same actors or anything, but it's just, like, oh, more of this world, and they're in a shopping mall, and, like, it's just a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, imagination. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, when, like, that kind of thing. And then I wrote down, my last one is Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Which is, like, I think better than Frankenstein. Interesting. And is, I mean, they're both great, but, like, Bride of Frankenstein is weird, and, like, uh, it's so weird. It's such a strange movie, and it's, like, funny, and yeah. it's crazy and like he's I haven't seen either of them it's it's like like James Whale made them and he it's like queer in a weird way and it's like I don't know it's they're just so good that's all so those are some good ones I don't know am I making sense or am I just listing movies I mean you are just listing movies but that's okay great you're listing sequels so it's on topic on topic great on topic that's what's important do you have any movies that like you wish had a sequel or like feel like they were set up for a sequel that then never happened? Ooh, it's a great question. Um, you know what movie I I wish had a sequel? What? In, in a weird way, is Down With Love. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I don't know what that is, but I just love that movie so much, and it was done so well yeah. that I think it would be really fun to, like, See what they would do with yeah, that. Yeah, like down with love, like in Hawaii or right, whatever they exactly, would do. Right, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. Like, like how other. how are they parading? Par- <laughs> yeah, par- how are they parading it? Parading. How are they parading? How are they period? Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Periodontist. <laughs> Parodying. Parodying. Right. <laughs> oh no, we lost her. <laughs> How are they making fun of a sequel from that that yeah. time in that genre? I think that would be fun. Yeah. I don't know Brady why that's the only that, thing. Right? What very Brady sequel does? That? Yeah, yeah. They go to Hawaii. Oh, they do. They go to Hawaii. I didn't even mean that. Um, oh my god, I was obsessed with those movies. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't think of anything else, but I'm sure there are movies yeah. where I'm just like, ooh. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. Well, do you have any? Um, I wish they made more, these are like franchises that I, w- I guess not. I know. Like <laughs> we're not I talking wish- about franchises, are we? No. Like I was going to say. We're talking about sequels. Right. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. Mm. I validate you. Do you hear me in you? Um, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I wish they made a sequel to Tron Legacy. But that would be a third Tron movie. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I wish I wish they made two. I got two. I got two. Let's hear them. I just came up with them. Let's hear them. Um, there should have been at least one sequel, if not 20, to Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World. <laughs> that was like set up to just be like, oh, adventure after adventure after adventure after mm-hmm. adventure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're looking- People were screaming for that. <laughs> they were. Fuck <laughs> Um, it was like, but that's a book series that goes on forever. And that movie is so good. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm. 
and I didn't mention it in the top five, but it's <laughs> up there. Didn't mention it. In the it's top up there. Five. But and it's set up to be just this amazing franchise, and then they were like one and done because it was expensive to make. Bad, bad, bad. Mm. And then the other one, which I watched recently again, which is so good, and this is another one where it's like I wish there was a sequel. I also wish there were twenty of them. Uh huh. Is um, Devil in a Blue Dress, which is stars Denzel Washington. It's from the '90s. I think it's directed by Carl Franklin. Mm-hmm. Franklin, okay. and Denzel plays this like detective in Los Angeles in the forties named easy Rollins. Okay. And it's like just a really good, like noir LA noir thing. And it just felt like, Oh, they should have made like, this should have been the franchise of the nineties. It's like (laughs) Denzel Washington as this cool detective, like, yeah, like such a good movie and should have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're just, they're too busy making fucking James Bond again. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. Great. What do um, you guys think? Do you what? I'm sure we've missed a thousand sequels. I know yeah. we're gonna end this and be like, oh, that sequel, that sequel. But send us your your favorite sequels or your your hideous sequels, sequels that should not have happened. Tweet us at DVD Deathmatch. Yeah. Or email. Us. Or email us, or however you want to get in touch. Um, will <laughs> Venmo this, us. This don't, don't Venmo <laughs> this uh, this episode uh, was longer than expected and mildly off the rails, but hopefully you enjoyed. That. I think it was okay. Was it okay? I think, I think it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Whatever that was. Um, come back next. We'll be week. back next week with Blast from the Past versus Secretary. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, we haven't watched them yet, but we will. <laughs> we, will. we will. And boy, will we talk about them. Um, yeah. Okay. Ending the mini-sode. Uh, mini-sode. Over. Mini-sode out, baby. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> so satisfying. Tut, tut, tut. Truly is. Deeply.